I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash mega and use code mega to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey folks, enjoy this live show from March of this year recorded at the Dynasty Typewriter in LA. It features Ross Bryant, Edgar Blackman, Lisa Gilroy, and Chris Fleming with Zach Marsh on the keys. To get the whole thing, subscribe to our Patreon, or you can sign up for Apple Premium or Supporting Cast in the show notes. We're putting out bonus episodes all the time, so you don't want to miss out on those with some of our favorite past guests. It's the best way to help Mega help you laugh every single week. Okay, enjoy the show. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. Hello, everyone. How are we feeling tonight? Oh, that's wonderful. Are we all ready to go to church? All right. Well, please, welcome to the stage, Holly Lauren Greg Hess of Mega, the podcast. Meg the podcast. For any of you who are not, um, we uh, welcome seekers. Um, we consider you pre-Christians, and we're so glad you're here. And for those of you who don't know, Mega is an improvised satire of a fictional mega church. We're coming all the way from Twin Hills Community Church in Indianapolis, Indiana, where we love to give our mega church a tiny family feel. I'm Hallie Labonte. Per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Hans. Oh, yeah. 
What is up, Hallie? I stand Jesus, I ship God, and I am Chuji for the Holy Spirit. How are we? So excited to be here. Uh, what we do is we give our mega church a tiny family feel. We love to introduce you to members of our church staff, people from our community. We always find it to be a treat and a treasure. I am so happy to be here tonight. We have awesome guests to share with you. Uh, they all make me feel too blessed to be stressed, too anointed to be disappointed, too grateful to be hateful, and way too humble to grumble. All right. So, uh, Gray, why don't you tell us what has the Lord been doing in your life? Oh, let's see, Hallie. This week, well, in my personal life, uh, I'm not sure if I've mentioned him before, but my friend Clay, Clay Mason, Mason Bannerman. Bannerman. Uh, he and I, um, you know, what we've been doing is actually we've really gotten into that uh, that new show on HBO. Uh, it's called <laughs> It's called The Last of Us. The Last of Us. Yes. Oh, has what? anybody seen it? It's not a Christian show, um, but we've really gotten into that. But, you know, there was a problem, Hallie, and that is, um, you know, some people told us, you know, look out for episode three. Okay. Um, because I think there's going to, and they said, you know, I think there's going to be a bit of gay stuff oh. in, in episode three. And so we were really disappointed, Hallie, because we didn't just want to skip it, but we knew as Christians we had to. So what we did is we actually hired an awesome service. It's called uh, a sin surrogate. Do you know what that is? A sin surrogate? A sin surrogate. Awesome. Yeah, so what you do is you hire a, a non-Christian sinner to watch it for you or engage in whatever sinful activity, and then they report back what happened so that you don't have to sin. That's awesome. And it was great. It was really great. I guess there was a bit of gay stuff in it. Oh, is that right? Mm, yeah. Well, it grieves the heart of God. It really does. And then, um, you know, let's see. What else is going on in Climax this week with my teens? We've really just been hitting the streets, getting really active, guys. Awesome. And, you know, something that's happening in Indiana right now is um, we're just trying to stop all this drag stuff. There's a lot of drag that's right. stuff. Yeah. That's right. It's a drag. It really is. <laughs> And it'll drag you right to hell. So what we did <laughs> is we uh, we protested outside of a drag brunch, and that was great because some of my teens dressed up as Jesus, awesome. and we were witnessing, you know, to the people going to the drag brunch as they went in. A bit of a problem, though, Hallie, is that the cops showed up. Oh no! And they started arresting my teens. Oh, um, because Jesus is in a floor-length gown. Yeah. Oh. And so that was kind of a problem, wasn't it? But, That's right. you know, then total God thing, we kind of, and, you know, I have to have a few tricks up my sleeve as a youth pastor. That's right. Um, all my kids were, they were all on the curb. They were crying. All these crying Jesuses. You know, Jesus, Jesus wept like six times over that day. <laughs> And they were on the curb, they were handcuffed, they were crying, and I said, hey guys, check this out. And the sergeant came out and he said, Gray, and he kind of said April Fool's, even though it's not April yet. <laughs> what I had done is I told, I'm from kind of tight with the police department, I said, arrest my kids and tell them they're being arrested because they're Christian. Awesome. <laughs> And awesome. Hallie, it was such a great teaching moment. Yeah. Because they really got to feel how persecuted we really are. That's true. <laughs> they need to know now. They, they really need to know do. Now. And they really do. So it was a great week with my teens in Climax. How are you doing, Hallie? Oh, 
just a real blessed week. Uh, I am feeling so blessed by my walk with the Lord. Oh, great. Um, I did have a challenge. I'm the mother of teens, as you know, oh, and um, they really, it's so challenging, and I covet your prayers. I do. I covet them. And um, any raising teen advice you have, I have a daughter who um, recently was diagnosed with endometriosis. She's like, Mom, I'm in so much pain all the time. Turns out, only thing that can help it is to put her on birth control or give her an IUD. And I said, my roof, my rules. And I don't think IUD stands for intrauterine device. I think it stands for I ultimately decide. And that's not going in your body, honey, because I'm not giving you the keys to a car I don't want you to drive. So I said that's why God made it. Advil, pop six of those, and you'll be fine. Oh, that's great. And what daughter was that, Hallie? The one who's always in a bad mood. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I just feel very blessed right now because, oh, this was a huge thing that happened this week, is I had my yearly performance review at work at Twin House Community Church with lead pastor Steve. Oh, I love Steve. Isn't and he the greatest? He is. He really is. I, we hold him in such high regard. Oh, yeah. And, uh... He he took me to Ruth's Chris for a lunch for uh for my performance review and I, I was, love Ruth's Chris. I love it. Such a Christian place. I'm a bit confused by the apostrophe, but I think everyone is. Yeah. Is it Ruth's? Does yeah. Ruth own Chris? Yeah. I just never understood that. Yeah. But yeah. it was so good. I mean, I got really excited about having such a good lunch. Oh, what did you get? Ooh, I had a filet that I got well done. And I had the cheesy scalloped potatoes, had those well done. Had the creamy spinach side, got that well done. Made a mistake because I ordered my creme brulee well done. It was just a hockey puck of black burn stuff, but probably didn't need the sugar anyway. But... We had such a nice time, and right when we sat down, the server, the waitress walks up, and um, she was dressed pretty provocatively, and I oh, noticed really? immediately, and I think Steve did too. How was she dressed at Ruth's Chris? I thought they sort of wore just a, a, a uniform, like yeah, a tie and an apron a bit. That's true. The uniform is a collared shirt with a long apron, but she was very busty, so it's tight. Oh, okay. So maybe she had a provocative body. Provocative body. Yeah. Okay. And so... Provocative body. She um, she was bringing some waters to the table before we ordered. We just sat down, and Steve looks at me and says, Hallie, can you tell me the story that's in John 4 in the New Testament, in the Bible? I said, I do know what's in John 4, uh, Pastor Steve. I said, that's the story of Jesus talking to the Samaritan woman at the well when he oh, asked her for one. some water. Oh, it's a banger, isn't it? It's such a good story. <laughs> For any of you who don't know, Jesus is alone. It's high noon. He's thirsty. Samaritan woman comes along. He says, give me a drink of water. She said, but I'm a Samaritan. You're not supposed to be talking to me. You know, it's like a racist thing or something. And so he says, give me water. And she says, should I? Because you're Jewish. And um, he says, if you knew who you were talking to, you'd ask me to give you water because the water I give you, you'll never be thirsty again. And she said, give me that water. And he said, okay, bring your husband. And she said, I don't have a husband and he said I know the man you're sleeping with right now is not your husband and I know you've slept with five guys oh so lit isn't it those are good burgers I love when Jesus just drops the beat like that it's amazing yeah yeah, yeah. so he's just he has a stranger he's talking to this woman about her sex life and um 
so now cut back to we're in Ruth's Chris. She comes to the provocative one, comes to drop waters at our table. And Steve kind of looks at me and he goes, I'm going to have a little fun, Hallie. Watch this. Uh. And he says to her, he says, um, thanks for the water. Uh, if you knew who I was, you would ask me for my water because I'll give it to you and you'll never be thirsty again. She kind of went white and looked a little um, <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> And, um, and, um, but she, she looked confused and she was like, do you want sparkling or is there anything else I can get you right now? And he, and Steve said, yeah, you can go get your husband. And she said, I'm not married. And he goes, I know the person you're sleeping with is not your husband right now. In fact, I know you've slept with five people who aren't your husband. And she went running away from the table. And here's what Christians have to be careful of. But she went and told her manager she'd been me too and harassed. They didn't know it was just being Jesus, you know. And... So the manager comes out, and I notice him right away. It's Dan Applegate, the leader of our men's ministry at Twin awesome. Hills. He says, oh, it's Steve. He said, Steve's being Jesus, gives him a hug. Put the server, the provocative one. She, he put her onto a kid's birthday party. We didn't have to have her anymore. And um, we had the nicest dinner. And I sat there, and I said, you know what? It's so awesome to see that the story of Jesus is relevant today. It really is. And it That's works. such a relevant story, It works it? when you apply it to your life. And evidently, this gal, the server who got moved, she got upset and um, complained and everything. And Why? so she was let go of her serving job at Good. Ruth's Chris. But she told, she told, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you. yeah. Yeah, we were the victims and the perpetrator needed to be removed. Yeah. And, um... So, and evidently, she, her big thing was she was like, I've never slept with, I'm a gold star lesbian. What is a gold star lesbian? I don't know. I have no I think idea. Maybe that's like a military lesbian or something. Yeah, that's right. You, the armed forces have a lot of those gals. Yeah, they really So, do. um, hit it, Zach! <laughs> Just like God was the original MC spitting rhymes and poetry in the Psalms and Song of Solomon, our guest today is spitting rhymes. He's a rapper. I would like you to put your hands together for J.C. Martin Chavez. J.C. CJC, how are you doing? Uh, it's so nice to have one of the so, preeminent <laughs> Christian rappers with us right now today. So, it's so, man, it's so awesome for all y'all to be here. It's so awesome. I can really feel it in the atmosphere. The, the presence is here, and it's put a prophetic word in my heart. Thank you, Greg. Oh, I love this. This is so awesome. We are so happy to have you because we were just talking about how the Bible stays relevant to modern times. All day, every day. Yes. And that Jesus is the ultimate truth. So I feel like you as a rapper, you're sitting pretty because you're talking about things that matter and you're telling the truth. That's right. I mean, you think about it. What is Jesus, right? Jesus is the word. And what is rap? Words. <laughs> I that's love good. that. There are no, that's not a coincidence. That's a God thing. You know? He made it all. I mean, you look at the Bible, right? 
Hallie, you're looking at words. That's right. You're looking at a divinely inspired document written, as it were, by the Holy Spirit, by God himself. And I would never find fault with the word of God, but if there's only one note I have for the scripture. <laughs> it, it don't rhyme. Oh, right. It doesn't. That is true. Maybe it did in the original translation. I wouldn't be surprised. That's probably true. Maybe probably the, does. Yeah. You know, I did want to ask you, uh, JC. Um, well, first off, uh, what does JC stand for? Uh, yeah, I've I pared it down. My stage name now is JC. Um, a lot of people say like, "Whoa, hey, hold up, <laughs> hold up, <laughs> pause." <laughs> that's that's like the initials of the Lord. That's blasphemous. Right. Counterpoint. No. <laughs> um, awesome. That's because those are my initials. Uh, JC or uh, uh, Joshua Crumbs. <laughs> Joshua my full name is Joshua Crumbs Martin Chevet. That's Very awesome. interesting. And I guess my follow-up question is, you know, I know rap is so about the streets and the grind yeah. and the Great. hustle and the game. The street, the game. And, oh, yeah. We're, I just want to know, like... I got it out of the mud. <laughs> Basically, well, what is your background like? Did you come out of like a pretty difficult situation? Yeah, man, I straight up got out of the mud. Um, I, I I grew up in um, the gated community by the name of Fox Run. Okay. Yeah, it's a gated golf community about a mile outside of Twin Hills. Oh, I love Fox Run. I've played, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, that's right. It's got its own Ann Taylor. Um, <laughs> That is so cool. Yeah, but you know, it's like sometimes it's hard when you're growing up and and you and and people are are harassing you because you're a person of faith. They don't understand like that you're trying to walk a straight line. You're trying to keep things keep things straight, narrow, and you know, people say that the devil has all the good music, and I just don't think that's true. Because you can look through the history of music, and I, and I would say this again and again and again to the people growing up in Fox Run. Like, the, the, the Christian version is always the better version, right? See, like, right? Like, like, true, always. Five Iron See. Frenzy is better than Operation Ivy. See. Oh, yeah, totally. MXPX is better than the Ramones. See. Totally. <laughs> the Newsboys are better than Nas. That's right. I mean, Lecrae is Jay-Z. Yeah, basically. So much better. Basically. And, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I basically started from the bottom, and now I'm here. <laughs> Very cool. I think it's so cool because, you know what, JC? I, I was wanting to ask you if you undergo a lot of persecution for, you know, I know that... Um, it was so much persecution, and, like, it, st I've been through so many struggles. How you wouldn't even believe. I fell off my dad's boat once. Nice. I'm so sorry. Wow. So did Peter. He, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There are no coincidences, folks. My dad revved it up. I shot off the back. And at that moment, I decided to become a fisher of men. Uh, with, awesome. With the power of rhymes. But, you know, yeah. Well, speaking of the power of rhymes, uh, we would love to hear a little bit of what you've been working on. Um, maybe an original? Maybe something original that you wrote? That would right, be I, I got a new one, y'all. I got a new oh, one. Oh, and, and uh, right now, uh, JC is on a 12-city tour of Indiana, so you <laughs> def definitely want to check out his Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going, I'm going all the way down and up. Yeah. Um, 
but like, I realized that like that there are a lot of good like um, godly rap songs, but there are so many worldly genres that we that we haven't explored and made better, and uh, like. And I felt like what we're missing is like a nice, like intimate club anthem, oh, you know? Yeah. I think that is what we're missing. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a, a, something that speaks both to intimacy and the club experience. Great. And so I just like, I just opened my mind to the Holy Spirit and this is what came through. All right, this is new y'all, so be kind. Yeah. Set the scene, follow me now. Bass is bumping, and the party is jumping. Making my way through the crowd at a social function. Then I see you, bro. Let me tell you something. You're not looking like a snack, you're looking like a whole luncheon. I'm supposed to be walking the line, but right now, at this moment, you were looking so fine. And all I can think about is making you mine. And now my designs are quite far from divine. I look down at my promise ring, feeling ashamed. Cause deep down in my body, I am feeling the pain. You can't hate the player, you can't hate the game. Cause in this situation, there's just one thing to blame. Ooh, you made me feel like that. Oh, ooh, you made me feel like that, girl. Ooh, you made me feel like that, um. If I get horny, well, that's your fault. Ooh, you made me feel like that, girl. Ooh, you made me feel like that, oh. Ooh, you made me feel like that. My arousal is your responsibility. I should drop to my knees, contemplate divinity. Focus on the aspects of the Holy Trinity Cause ever since the moment that you came in my vicinity I have been rethinking my commitment to virginity Ooh, wait to marriage, that's how it's supposed to be But you're seducing me and haven't even noticed me And then your eyes slowly move in my direction I notice you noticing my underwhelming erection Security grabs you, says I'm acting indecently Says I'm quote unquote staring at you creepily This is entrapment, the culprit is you Forgive them, Father, they know not what they do. Ooh, you made me feel like that. Ooh, ooh you made me feel like that, girl. Ooh, you made me feel like that. Damn. I am not responsible for my C-plus boner. Ooh, you made me feel like that. Uh, ooh, you made me feel like that, girl. Ooh, you made me feel like that. Uh, if I get horny, well, that's your fault. We have free will. And this is God's wisdom, cause otherwise the universe will be a closed system. Omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent. Every single thing he sees, knows, and controls it. Then how could anything that we do be called sinning if God knew exactly what would happen from the beginning? And why go to hell to be eternally tormented if an all-loving God could have prevented? But if he manifests in it, asks us to show it, then we wouldn't be free agents, we'd just be puppets, right? So, yeah, that's all his voice. We always have a free choice, and without that, everything falls apart. We can choose to accept him or choose to depart. Everything in the world comes from God and his son, and all the sins I commit are my fault, except one. Ooh, you made me feel like that. Ooh, you made me feel like that, girl. Ooh, you made me feel like that. I am full of lust, and that's on you. Ooh, you made me feel like that. Ooh, ooh, you made me feel like that, girl. Ooh, you made me feel like that. This is a completely healthy approach to sexuality. Ooh, word is bond. Thank you.
Oh, JC, that was amazing. That was so great. Ah, what an amazing, uh, what amazing word. And I, you know, I, I can relate because I've just stopped even looking at ladies. Yeah. Um, and then you don't put yourself in that position. It's hard. Yeah. It's so hard out here in the streets, man. <laughs> Well, I think you are such a good rapper and a good writer. And I, I just think that so much happens in the rap community where they don't respect women. They're not going to like a song like this where you do respect women. Yeah, yeah. There's so much disrespect for women in, in secular and worldly rap. But like, what's great about this perspective is I, I, I put women on, an, on a pedestal. Yeah. They're, they're an unattainable... Um, like, um, like object. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 Precious yeah. And I think that's awesome. And it's a good reminder for any of the girls out there listening that it really does gum, come down to modesty. Mm. And that, you know, purity culture does not produce rape culture. Purity culture produces a bunch of pure gals. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we're... Do the knowledge. Do the knowledge. That's right. That's what we're going for. And, um... I, I just, I, I do think that girls need to remember to cover up, to button up. Um, the first question I'm going to ask God is why he gave us these breasts and butts. I just don't understand it, especially if you're Christian. God knew you were going to be Christian. Why did he still give you a butt? <laughs> Easy, Hallie. Because, <laughs> man, even those words are kind of getting me on. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? I will tell you, as a woman raised in the church, I have been told over and over and over and over how the male sex drive is profound and it powerful so, and yeah. unstoppable in every way. It is a raging storm over which I have zero control. Yes. Yes, and, and women, we have been reminded of this all along the way, um, that you are your helpless victims just pole vaulting around on these erections that are absolute... This yeah. is like your cross to bear. Absolutely. <laughs> Hallie, men, men are the biggest victims in the yes! world. Yes! I just oh. can't imagine having those type of hormones raging through my oh. body. Yeah, Hallie, it is really hot. I was contemplating this like down in the gutter when I was like there on my dad's croquet course. Yeah. It was like, we, we have such a cross to bear. Yeah. Such a cross to bear. That's right. Well, I just, if I might offer you a word basket of encouragement, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the top of my prayer list. I'm going to pray that Jesus puts a hedge of protection around you so that you won't even notice these gals or anyone or anything that seems enticing or delicious. Oh. Let it be a mighty wall because the snares of the, of the evil one are all around us. Oh. God. JC, I am thank so you, sorry. Yeah, thank yes, you this was so great. much. And and maybe could you stick around because uh, we have a, a we maybe might have a guest that you might be able to p pass on some of your awesome male uh, role modeling too. Yes, like, yes. Um, I love to kick the truth to the youth. So. Okay. Well, just like Jesus was once a teen, and we know very little about it. Our next guest is also a teen, and we're going to get to know him. Please welcome to the stage, Isaiah Guntley. Come on out here, Isaiah. Isaiah. <laughs> what is up, Isaiah? <laughs> oh, Isaiah. Uh, what's up? <laughs> 
Isaiah, it is so nice to have you on the program. And uh, I just want to say Isaiah does come to Climax, and you are a junior this year. Isn't that right? Yeah, um, I go to youth group because my mom said that I was playing too much COD, which is not a fish. It's actually a video game, pussies. Sorry. <laughs> and so she put me in youth group and because she said um, the video games are too violent. And then I was, and then I read Revelations. <laughs> and God is like, God's like, and takes, God will take a baby and just on swing it into a field and turn, and turning and blistering people all into goop and taking out, and God, taking out guts and throats on women. Oh, that's so cool. So awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, there are seven headed dragons in the book of Revelation. It's cool, huh? Yes, it's very cool. Yeah, it's so cool. Now, Isaiah, thank you so much for coming and representing the adolescent generation that is doing everything in your power to stay committed for Jesus and to stay pure. Um, this is JC. He was just singing about a purity ring. I don't know if you have one, Isaiah. Do you have a purity ring? Um, not yet, because jewelry's for girls. Okay. Yeah. That's good. It is definitely good to um, keep that binary going. Okay. Um, it's, it's very important. I mean, a guy can't have a ring as long as it's like a promise ring or just like a really chunky one on a thumb. Right. Yeah, for football. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> yeah. Like a Justin's John, you know what I mean. But I want to be like my um, pastors and get a ring tattooed or sorry tattooed on. Oh yeah, tattooed. Uh, yeah, I did. Um, I did get a few tattoos uh, on my on my hands. Well, I, I definitely got a thumb. I got a permanent thumb ring tattooed just because I kept losing my thumb ring, and I'm like, well, how are people going to know I'm a youth pastor if I don't have a thumb ring? See. Um, and then, of course, I got in Hebrew, uh, where you will go, I will follow. Awesome. Uh, which is just an awesome thing that's Hebrew is not a real language. <laughs> is that right? Really? Why, oh, why do you wow. think that? Because um, God wrote the Bible in English. Well, oh. that is, you know, and, and this is something that we have talked about a lot with, uh, with Isaiah in youth group, which is, uh, I love that Isaiah has a lot of energy about Jesus. Um, and uh, definitely, <laughs> and and also, it's kind of been a thing in youth group where I've tried to encourage him not to always, when we have a prayer circle, always break in between two ladies and have to be holding the two ladies' hands at, at all times because that's kind of something we've talked about. Okay, well, that's actually something crazy that you said because when you were talking about the bodies, like they really the do the bodies do be banging, and um because the girls in my youth group like Megan and Sabrina, have you seen their boobs? Uh, well, I don't look at that. Say stuff. if you've seen. I actually don't look at that stuff. I have um, noticed both of those gals; they're a little busty, and frankly, it's problematic. <laughs> Well, I don't like. I, I haven't noticed, and I couldn't notice. I don't, I don't like look at that stuff. Awesome. That's I'm awesome. waiting till I'm married, so my whole body gets filled up with cum first. <laughs> I'm here to tell you that if you save yourself for marriage, God makes sure it is the most powerful, explosive, unbelievable sex. It's better than ten thousand really roller coaster is. rides all at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I want to do like how Spider-Man sends a web and pins someone against the wall. <laughs> I want to do that for the woman I love. That's, that's the ideal. That is what we are all striving for. To just be saving it up like a mighty reservoir until you are full to the eyes. Yes. And then on that special night, you blow up like a geyser. Yeah. 
<laughs> with a force that undermines the structural integrity of the room that you're yes. in. And, and blast your girl out like a Bugs Bunny sized hole. Yeah. <laughs> that rules. That is his plan. Okay, that's a bonus episode. If you want the rest, you know what to do. Head to Patreon or smash the links in the show notes for Apple Premium or Supporting Cast. And thanks.